Right. Someone asked that we speak about why it is that some people at Maruv include the paragraph Baruch Hashem Yelam Amen V'Amein after Hashkivenu, uh, before Shemona Esrei, and other people do not include that paragraph. So it's, it's difficult to talk about just that topic without also including a major discussion of Smichas Kul in general. There is a Gemara Maseches, Brachas, and Avdalar and Beis, where the Gemara says that anyone who's Samech Kul is a Ben Olam Haba, someone who's Shal Arvis, someone who does Smichas Kul even at nighttime, even at Mariv, is considered to be a Ben Olam Haba. The Rishon struggle with Kamana, of all the things to be a Ben Olam Haba for, Smichas Kul that's, that's what you become a Ben Olam Haba for. But the Gemara records in Machlokas Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi ben Levi whether or not Smichas Kul is required at Mariv. Shachris, definitely. You Need to do smich school tefillah right after Gal Yisrael. You go straight into Shmon Esra. You can't break with anything else. Machlokas in regards to Marv. Rabbi Yochanan holds that you're Ben Olam Haba if you do it at Marv, and therefore you should and must do it at Marv. Rabbi Shubin Levi says no. It's not necessary to do smich school tefillah at Marv. The Gemara says that the machlokas could be based on svara or it could be based on a pasuk. Svara and the svara would be that certainly everyone agrees the Iker Geula happened during the daytime. The Etzim happened during the daytime. Question is, is the nighttime a secondary time of Geula? Since the Geula was getting underway then also with Makas Becharos, whatever else, maybe, this, maybe the nighttime was also partially a time of Geula and therefore enough to require Smich's Geula Tefillah. Whereas others would say, no, the nighttime wasn't the time of Geula, there's only one Geula and that was in the morning. And therefore there's no sense in doing Smich's Geula Tefillah at nighttime. The Gemara itself asks, what about Hashkivenu? Ga'al Yisrael at Mariv comes before a whole bracha, a whole paragraph of Hashkivenu. Isn't that a break between Gula and Tefillah? So the Gemara says, no, Hashkivenu is considered Gula Arichta. It's considered part of the Gula. Rabbi Yon explains that Hashkivenu was what we were saying as we were being Nigal from Mitzrayim. Uh, that's what we were proclaiming to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so it is reminiscent of the Gula itself, and therefore it's part of the Gula. That's how Tamid Rabbi Yon explains it in Mesachas Brachas. Now, why do we have to do Smich Gula Tefillah? So Rashi quotes two, day, two possibilities. One Rashi says is the source is in Tehillim. In Tehillim Perikiotes, David, David HaMelech says, Hashem Tsuri Vigoali, and in Tehillim Kapitul Chav, he says, Yan Hashem Biyom Tzara. Yan Hashem Biyom Tzara is an obvious reference to Tefillah. Hashem Tsuri Vigoali is an obvious, obvious reference to Gula. He puts Gula right before Tefillah. So you see that you have to have Smich Gula Tefillah. But then Rashi says something else. He says, We also know Smich Gula Tefillah because from a Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi Masech's Bracha says, someone who doesn't do Smich School at it's Ki'ilu, he goes to knock on a king's door, and then when the, by the time the king comes to open the door, the guy ran away, and he's not there anymore. So the king, not only is he not going to, the guy not going to have a chance to talk to the king, the king's going to close the door, lock the door, and never want to come in next time he hears the knock. He's going to say, ah, oh, it's probably one of those crazy kids from the neighborhood that keep knocking and running away, and he's not going to answer the door anymore. So, Smich School at says the Yerushalmi, is you knock on the door, that is you're Gu'ula, that's Gu'ula, you're getting God's attention. And then you have to be there when he opens the door so you can talk to him and ask him for the things you need and say bakashos. So that's the idea of tefillah. That's the idea of smich school of tefillah in the view of Rashi in the name of the Yerushalmi. Tamid Rabbeinu Yonah say, no, it's much more profound than that. Tamid Rabbeinu Yonah say, not more profound, but different than that. Tamid Rabbeinu Yonah say, why did God give us a Gu'ula? He gave us a Gu'ula from Mitzrayim so that we wouldn't, any longer be the Avadim of the Mitzrim, we would now be the Avdei Hashem. How do we demonstrate that we understand the purpose of Gu'ula? By going and acting like Avdei Hashem. Ezoli Avodah Shebelev, what is the definition of Avodah? 
tefillah. So we immediately engage in tefillah after Geula to demonstrate that we understand what Geula is all about. Ben Yonah then says another possibility. When we ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu for things, it is the ultimate expression of bitachon. Vayaminu Ba'ashem of Moshe Avda was accomplished because we had Geula. So when we remind ourselves of Geula, we express bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You know how we express bitachon? By asking God for refuah, for parnasa, for all these things, for Eretz Yisrael, for Machos Beis David, for all the things that we ask Him for. How's that an expression of bitachon? Because if you don't have any money, I wouldn't ask you for money. If you don't have the ability to give me refuah, parnasa, Eretz Yisrael, Machos Beis David, everything that I want, then I wouldn't ask you for it. The fact that we ask HaKadosh Baruch for these things is the ultimate expression of bitachon in the Ribbonah Shalom. So that's why we have Smith School too, according to, according to the... Um, now, is there a difference between asking for, between smooth school and during the daytime, smooth school and at nighttime? So, very much Bekitzer. Rav Willig in his Sefer Am Mordechai and Masech's Brachas and Simon Dalit has an unbelievable vart in Oz Beis. He points out that there is a famous Chakir in the Akronim. What's Smicha School of Tefillah for? Does it, is it an enhancement of the Geula? That Tefillah enhances the Geula? Or is it that Geula enhances the Tefillah? Which one? So he says the Chor, it's Tali in the, in the Deus of Rashi Rabbin If you hold like Rashi from the Yushalmi, that it's all about the Gula is knocking on the door to get HaKadosh Baruch's attention. Then once we get HaKadosh Baruch's attention, we're supposed to talk to him. What's the goal? The knocking or the getting his attention and talking to him? The goal is clearly talking to him. The goal is Tefillah. Gula enhances Tefillah. If you say like the Rabbin Yonah, that when we say tefillah, that's just our expression of bitachon, or our expression of avdus as a, a way of indicating Takarosh Baruch that we get it, we know what Gula was supposed to be all about. So the tefillah is an enhancement of the Gula. Says Rav Willig, Shachris is a zman Gula. Shachris makes sense to do smich school tefillah both as an enhancement of the Gula, tefillah as an enhancement of the Gula, and Gula as an enhancement of the tefillah. Mariv is not a zman Gula. And therefore, it only makes sense if we're using the gula to enhance the tefillah, not if we're using the tefillah to enhance the gula. So says Rabbi Will, you ever notice in shul, shulchanot paskins this way, when it's Rosh Chodesh, before Shach Rosh Hashanah, they'll clap, but no one will ever say the words, Yalaviyavo! But at Mariv, they clap and they say, Yalaviyavo! How do they allow that hefsik at Mariv and not during Shachris? Because what do those words help to do? They help to enhance the tefillah. At Marav, the whole din of Smich School of Tefillah is only an enhancement of the Tefillah in the first place. If you have something that you need to do to better enhance the Tefillah, you can sacrifice Smich School of Tefillah for that. At Shachris, Smich School of Tefillah is also to enhance Geula. You can't add in some extra enhancement of the Tefillah and sacrifice your enhancement of Geula. Rabbi Willig also goes so far as to say that that's why the halacha is in Shulchan Aruch. You come into Shul late. You're either going to be able to daven with the tzibur or do smichas kol tefillah. Which should you choose? Difference between shachris and mariv. When it comes to mariv, daven with tzibur. The whole idea of smichas kol tefillah at mariv anyway is only to enhance the tefillah. There's no greater enhancement of the tefillah than daven with tzibur. It's a better enhancement of the tefillah than smichas kol tefillah is. But at shachris, smichas kol tefillah is also about enhancing geula. So you might as well sacrifice tefillah b'tzibur because you can't say tefillah b'tzibur to, and then sacrifice the enhancement to the geula. So that's how Rabbi Will explains all these halachas. I thought it was a beautiful part. Now what about lemaisa? 
What do we do about that? So the Gemara says, and the Gemara also says, what about Hashem's Chosai Tiftach? That we say before Shemona, so the Gemara says, that's Tfila Arichta. So you get the idea that anything you're going to add in, you're going to have to either be able to argue, is Gula Arichta or Tfila Arichta? You have to argue it's part of Gula or part of Tfila. Rishon will go both ways on the Baruch Hashem Leom Amin Yamein. It's a mini Shemona the 18 mentions of Hashem's name is supposed to serve as a minish monastery. The Abba writes that it was nitkan b'shas hashmad when we weren't allowed to daven. So we had that as our substitute shmonasrei, which is supported by the fact that there's a Kaddish after it. Right? Why is there a Kaddish in between Gula and Tzvila? It, likely because the Baruch Hashem was the shmonasrei, and then we had then we had a Kaddish. But anyway, so that's how it was Nitkan. So that's what some of the Rishonim, so some of the Rishonim say, yeah, but nowadays we daven Shemona Esrei, so don't say that. You shouldn't say Baruch Hashem Amin V'Amein. Whereas others say, no, once it was put there as part of the Tefillah, it now becomes Kitfila Arichta, now becomes part of the Tefillah Arichta. So that's why Rabbi Yonah says some rabbis skipped it, but, uh, but, but uh, Rabbi Yonah quotes the name of the Ramban, that becomes part of the Tefillah. What do the Achronim have to say about it? So uh, the Minag in Eretz Yisrael is that they don't say it. In Chutzarets we do. So what is it about Eretz Yisrael that we don't say it in Chutzarets we do? So Rav Moshe writes in the Tshuva, in Orchayim Chel Beis, Simon Kuf Beis, it's not about Eretz Yisrael and Chutzarets. It's the Minnach Agra was not to say it. And the people who established the Yishuv in Eretz Yisrael were all Talmidei Agra. So the Minnachai Agra took hold in Eretz Yisrael. It's not really about Eretz Yisrael per se. But certainly if you're someone who lives in Eretz Yisrael and you're visiting Chutzlaretz and you're davening for the Amud, or you're someone who follows the Minnachai Agra and you're davening for the Amud, you can't uh, skip it. You have to say it together because that's what the Tzibur does. You can't do different than the entire, uh, than the entire Tzibur does. Uh, the Rabbi Tzal Stern and Shuvah's B'Tzal Chach, Machel Dal, Simon Chafei, has a huge tshuva on this topic of conforming versus not conforming. Now I will say, if you're going to say it, the shul should leave enough time for everybody to actually say all the words. It's not right that in a lot of shuls, since some of the people aren't saying it, mostly because, not because they know why they're not saying it, just because they don't want to say it. So uh, it turns out that, uh, that the, they, they rush through it so quickly, it's impossible to say all the words. That's, that's a terrible avna, that shouldn't happen. It's also a question, what about Bashamru on Friday night? What's that? Is that Gula Richter? So the Torah writes that yes, that's also Gula Richter. Why is that? What does the Shamu have to do with Gula? That's just Yei Shabbos. What does that have to do with Gula? So it has to do with Gula, the Torah says, because if a person, if Kali Yisrael Shomer Shtei Shabbosos, and Moli Shomer Yisrael Shtei Shabbosos, Miyad, Nigalit. We'd have a Gula right away if we kept two Shabbosos. So Shabbos is all about Gula. The, the Drisha says, no, any mention of the day is part of Tefillah Richter. So, so Vishamru is part of Tzvila Arichta. That's also the post can discuss. Tikkun B'chad Shofar. Is that also Gula? Whether all these little things that we add in are Gula. Then one just, just one last point. Ga'al Yisrael. We answer Amen or we don't answer Amen. So the Shulchan Aruch um, says that as Machlokas Mechaber in Simen Samach Vav Siv Zayin whether you're supposed to answer Amen on the bracha of Ga'al Yisrael. So Mishabura says the way to avoid the problem is finish the bracha of Ga'al Yisrael together with the Shliach Tzibur. The post can point out in Tfil Kilchsa Perikidal, he quotes from Rafhankin in Ha'ara Kufsa Machvav, in Tfil Kilchsa Perikidal, he quotes from Rafhankin in Edusli Yisrael. The way to, to not solve that problem, the incorrect way to solve that problem, I should say, is by having the Shliach Tzibur not say the bracha out loud. That's not correct, the halacha. Shliach Tzibur is supposed to say that bracha out loud. That's not a way to solve the problem. The way to solve the problem is to have the Shliach Tzibur say it out loud and everyone say it along with the Shliach Tzibur. And in that way, you won't have a problem of smichas kulu I think that answers the question.
Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.